and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It is the Brad and Brit cast. Glad you're with us. As always, another uh, adventure into we have no idea where it's going. That's the beauty of it. Where it leads. Exactly. All right. You got anything uh, top of mind here? The, the, the important thing is when I do that, you remember 99 out of 100 times, you hit something on my list. Oh, because we, right? we still have a mind meld thing, even though we are, we say we're about uh, 20 miles apart, actually. Yeah, in, in, yeah, we're about in 20 distance. miles apart. Yeah. Uh, I would I just, you know, first of all, Tom Brady still is the GOAT. I'm sure that's not on your list. Uh, and it's the big the big election day in Georgia, which we won't be talking about because we won't have any results. And let's hope that everybody's prediction is correct. It's going to be a several point blowout. I would hope. Everybody okay. in Georgia, do in your a, thing. In other words, you got nothing. All right. I don't I don't really have anything. You got nothing. You got nothing. Uh, I will tell you. Oh, I did. Actually, I did. They were, they were trying to get me to get the last night, the, uh, you know, I get the Trump texts, uh, which I share with you from time to time because they're so outrageous. Not frequently enough though. You hold <laughs> back too many of them. <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, where is it? Oh yes. I'll see if you can read that one. You have five minutes to no. claim one of <laughs> our Trump Christmas cards. Get yours now. And then it's got the, uh, Make Christmas great again. Wow. Make Christmas Whoa. great again is what they say. Boy, and and we think we run out of material. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. This talk I, about I playing say, the hits. When it comes to being able to milk every single dollar out of rubes, I don't know if we've seen anybody better. I mean, you could say Ron Popeil, but uh, wait a minute. How could anybody have any money left that was part of that? I don't understand because I, these are the same people that say, well, I won't be able to travel this holiday season because gasoline is 48 cents higher than it was a year ago. I add up the number of gallons. It'll cost me $9 more to drive to grant. But they can keep sending money to Trump. But wait, I can get me a Trump Christmas card. It's going to piss off my brother over there in Indiana. God damn. Give me five. And then, is, that, is that a 12 X uh, donation? You donate uh, money that, uh, uh, Trump pulls out of his ass 12 times the amount to get they, to him. No. They have geniuses working over to, to bilk these rubes out. And, you know, just in the past few days, oh, it's been Brit, like Trump told me who they are. They're little bald guys in beanies. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, that's why Kanye was so threatened. He saw those guys over in a room as he was headed to dinner. What the fuck? Ah, did it's you, the Jewish mafia. Yeah. Did you see the, uh, one of my things on on the uh, list here was ye on a bagel. Excuse me, ye on a roll. <laughs> you seen the latest? He 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 is uh, urging the Jewish people to just forgive Hitler, just give it up. Time to move on. Just forgive Hitler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did another thing on Monday <laughs> with the guy who started the Proud Boys, Gavin McInnes. You uh, knew him as Captain Stubing on the Love Boat. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Ye told McGinnis that he believes Jewish people control the majority of the media, as well as malls, banks, and real estate. There aren't enough of us. I swear to God. Just numerically, we're, we're not that prolific. There ain't that many of us. But 
Jews should be working for Christians. Britt, I don't know about you, but I had about close to a 40-year radio career. I don't even remember if I ever worked for a Jew, but that's besides the point. That's just personal. just happened to be that way. And Gavin McGinnis confirmed is the guy that does the bullshit podcast with Anthony Cumia, formerly of Opie and Anthony. He does. Oh they do sit down and bitch about how black people are destroying America and how it's uh, you can't talk about it. Everybody's getting canceled. White guys are just getting fucked left and right. That's basically I've given you their content. On In a, a daily spurt basis. of great originalism, ye compared abortion to the Holocaust and blamed the Jews for Hitler's, quote, reputation. Yeah, see, it's your he fault said, anyway. Jewish people can't tell me who I can love and who I can't love. You can't force your pain on everyone else, Jewish people. Forgive Hitler today. He's going he's gonna to accuse uh, Jewish people of giving Pete Davidson a huge cock. That's going to be like the next thing that he does. Oh, it's you guys that did this. Yeah. That's why my wife was riding that thing, you bastards. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's the uh, here's the list. And by the way, that just crossed one of them off of there. Yeah, that's a that's a little. And, and just so boost. you see, you see what I'm showing you. It's it's at the bottom. It got crossed off. Oh yeah, it, was, it deserved to be at the bottom. But it, it was did, an amuse- it, it was the last last one in before we closed the door. That's a little bit of a, a Brad and Britta moose bush for you. Yeah. Uh, can, can I tell you about a, a, a nice little exchange between the Krantz brothers today? Oh, that's nice. That's you'll, hard you'll like this. And uh, uh, let me just clue you know, but, but clue everyone else in. You know, I'm the middle brother. Right. My younger brother, Mitch, is uh, five and a half years younger than me. And Mitch also went to Ohio State. So the two younger brothers we went to Ohio State University. The older brother, Mark, went to Northwestern yeah. University. So he's the idiot of the family. Northwestern really. University. Yeah. You guys didn't look down on him for that, did you? No, it's just the uh, <laughs> man, the first kid gets every. We just know that, that we've lived with that. Yeah. And we've mostly gotten over it. Uh, so today... The oldest brother, Mark, for some reason, decides to send us a link to a two and a half minute video from Northwestern University that describes the brand new football stadium they're going to build for the team. They're they're getting a new. This is at Northwestern. And in, in case you don't know that Northwestern, I think the easiest way to describe Northwestern is they are the Duke. Yeah. Of the Big Ten, okay. The Duke, They're yeah. a small private yeah. or Wake Forest of the or, Big Ten. or Vanderbilt. Uh, Vanderbilt is also another good good example right. as well. Very high academics and and not a, not a state, but you know, been around forever. They've been in the Big Ten for a hundred years, also. They're but they're the smallest school, and you know they usually have trouble competing with Ohio State or Michigan or Penn State in oh, yeah. football. But you know what? They hold their own. They do pretty well. And then after all these years. They've had this rickety old stadium, right. and they're going to build a new one, a billion dollars. And some family that's associated with the university, the Ryan family, which I didn't realize who they were, so I asked the question, uh, is putting in most of the money, no taxpayer money at all. Wow, so completely private fund. the state. It's a typical, you've seen these before, where a new stadium that doesn't exist, they have all the cartoons of what it's going to look like, beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So... I asked uh, 
on the the thread who's the Ryan family because they're paying for it. Yeah. And my older brother Mark goes insurance, okay. And then my younger brother, the uh, fellow Buckeye, writes football or soccer. <laughs> Wait, and and then I wrote girls lacrosse. <laughs> Just an asshole. Just the biggest assholes. What do you think? Do you think we suck? <laughs> yeah, you're terrible. You're terrible. <laughs> He's, he's got a moment, and all of a sudden, you guys just have to just kill it. You I mean, just have it. to destroy we it. Took it. We took it. We ruined it. We ruined the moment. We ruined the moment. <laughs> See, I was going to – I'm about to go back on. He never listens to us, so I can – But I say, you know, I don't care what kind of stadium they build at Northwestern. There will never be as many kids jumping off the top of the stadium to commit suicide as we've had at Ohio State. Over the years, didn't you used to? Didn't you used to bully your younger brother by saying, telling him that there were certain things in his life he had missed, like sport. You will never see Johnny Unitas throw a football. Yeah, you I will did never. <laughs> didn't you guys used to do shit like that? I don't. I don't think anybody's killed themselves off of that. <laughs> off, they used to have dormitories in there. Yeah, a long time ago. Not not re, you know they've they've re. They've and this is this is way time. before the current trend of college students killing themselves. So Ohio State was really yeah, a pioneer in it. Very good at They're it. They're pioneers. All right. <laughs> nice sidetrack, huh? Sure. It's a it's a cheery one. It's the holiday feel good hit of the year. And uh, I I take the bullets for us a lot, and you know what that means? That means I bump into something on on Fox, watching it actually, that just makes me want to take the tailpipe myself because it just reconfirms everything that I've known forever and the speaking of little brothers uh fox business channel is you know it's about as much a business channel yeah as as uh you know i am a a, a tap dancer at the apollo theater friday night it's not gonna happen and I'm, <laughs> why does no stuart varney still have a job does anybody yeah. know why stuart right. varney still job. has a job well, so uh the guest this morning with uh Former journalist and original money honey Maria Bartiromo. Yeah. Now just a hideous hag. Oh, oh yeah. Who if, did you? I I defy you to turn down or, or, or look away from the picture when she's on, which is bad, and listen to her voice. Oh you, yeah. And and by the way, don't do it in a, in a room with windows because they'll crack. It's it's just dreadful. It's, again, to be the the he man misogynist, it sounds like everybody's ex wife basically when she talks. That's that's essentially what you're hearing. Your that's your second ex wife. <laughs> exactly. Because you ran off to go with her, and then you figured out what the hell did I do? Yeah, she's just a dreadful maga. She just it's just maga talking points. Right. She just right, so, regurgitates. So the them. guest, the guest is this guy Mark Penn. Mark Penn was a lefty liberal consultant forever. Mm-hmm. He worked on Bill Clinton's campaign. He mm-hmm. was basically the architect of Hillary Clinton's 2008 campaign. He got a lot of shit, uh, particularly, I think, you know, he might have been the one that said, oh, you don't need to go to Wisconsin, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Pennsylvania, and Michigan. I mean, he might have been that. And he took a lot of shit for that. Yeah, right? Solid, solid call, Mark. Good job. Well, okay. Mistakes were made. Yeah. But. Apparently, that scarred him enough that he suddenly, almost overnight, became the uh, fake liberal foil go-to guest when necessary 
over on Fox, Fox Television or Fox Business. He's that he's one of those guys now. And he basically stood up for Trump most of the way through. He's like a Trumper. If you can believe that in 2008, right? And re- remember, um, uh, uh, as I say this, I'm correcting myself here because obviously in 2008, Hillary Clinton did not lose to Donald Trump. She lost in the primary to, to Barack, Barack Obama. Obama. Okay, right. so I want to I want to correct that. That's a mistake. But anyway, so she he was the architect of her being steamrolled by Barack Obama. Whatever. Right. Um, by the way, most people are not brilliant enough to be able to catch themselves in being stupid. You nailed it. Did you? But I have enough stupid. No, I have enough stupid that I can catch myself. Can you now? Can you tell me what Mark Penn was? What opportunity and on what subject he was using to defend Donald Trump? What, I don't know. It, it, how that, do you like? I wait, like uh, chocolate ice cream. It doesn't or? matter. That's not the point of the story. The, yeah. the point of the story here is that Fox is a nonstop, twenty-four hour, yeah, roll of toilet paper that's lie after lie after lie, misinformation, bad information. You see. I just made a mistake, and I'm glad I was able to correct it quickly. Um, but even that mistake would not have been germane mm-hmm. to what I heard him say today. And I can't believe he didn't know better, because here's the story. On Fox, they're touting. They are pissed. They can't believe. They are outraged that the Democrats want to lower the voting age to 16. Have you heard this? Have you heard this? No, I haven't heard this. In the city of Boston, city of Boston, Boston City Council last week sent a petition to the mayor to lower the voting age in city elections in Boston to 16. The argument is that some of these kids have jobs. They pay taxes. They should have a a say in the political process. There's an argument either way. You can go either way on this. Um, In Virginia, a Democrat proposed a change to the Constitution in that state to drop the voting age to 16, which, of course, that would only apply to non-federal elections, right? Because, remember, the uh, federal election age is is 18. We know that. So so to, to drive home the point, Mark Penn says... This, of course, is because younger voters are likely to vote Democratic. They know that. And this is what Democrats want to do to fix elections. And his proof was that and they start to show old black and white video. They're talking over it of John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Just speaking. And Penn goes. And of course, John F. Kennedy a very young man in 1960 was elected because of the 16-year-old vote. <laughs> they just go, they just go on. They just go on. So the and, the and, takeaway the takeaway for you and the takeaway for everybody who's watching Fox would be that Joe Biden tomorrow is going to declare that 16-year-olds can vote in every election, and well, that's that's what's Britain, going. Even though Britain, it's been proposed proposed in one city in America, this is their plan. Well, Britt, to be fair. If Trump can can uh, invalidate the Constitution, right. certainly Joe Biden can unilaterally lower the voting age. But That's as funny. as you probably know, the vote 
went to 18-year-olds in 1971. Mm -hmm. John F. Kennedy was elected president in 1960. He was dead. He was very he got, dead he got in 1971. 16-year-old votes in 1960. Yeah. But yeah. they had to do that. They had to throw that in. There. They had for no reason. It's, it's like bullshit disinformation to, to fit a narrative that they didn't have to do it. You could just say the story and could say, you know what? Most people, a little queasy all over the country, liberals and Republicans, <clears throat> with 16-year-olds voting. They I can't do it. it that way. Can't do it that way i and personally I, I would like to propose a heartbeat rule if you have a heartbeat you can vote thank you thank you america well done i love you thank well you. done thank well you. done I, that's uh, what i would like to do and, and, and you know and i know i know that the 18 year old voting amendment was in 1971 and and here's why it passed then finally because remember dick nixon was president and dick nixon how shall we say had some problems with younger people because there was this war. I and can't remember where it was fought. And there was a draft, and the people draft, who were getting yeah. drafted thought, hey, I'd kind of like to say in actual government if I'm going to have to go fight a war. Right. It was weird. Right, right. And and so finally, it, it happened in, in 1971. And, and I know this because in 1972, of course, there was a presidential election, and that's where George McGovern got, got uh, slammed and slaughtered by – uh, Dick Nixon, but I was, that's right, 17. I couldn't vote in that election, even though they, they just changed the vote. So I couldn't vote until the next election, 76, when I was uh, 21. And that was the uh, Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford race. But, but John F. Kennedy, apparently, John F. Kennedy, apparently, was the beneficiary of probably a bunch of school bus age children being illegally shifted around to Illinois and Texas and other places where the vote was eh, back in, then. But in 19 see, Brent, I, you know what? I got to just take fucking Fox off my because it's just too stupid. Brent, well, Brent, I didn't have it on for a half hour to see this. This is like instant. As soon as I turn it on, you have to it. check in on them because you got to be like, I got to see how they're I got to see how they're going to lie about this particular story. Let me check my notes. 1971. John Kennedy was dead. Uh, his brother was dead, and uh, I wish I was dead. There you go. That that is always the one. That is a, <laughs> all right. Here you go. Um, Herschel's shirt. Oh boy. Are you up on this? No, I don't know this one. What what is Herschel's shirt? I caught this yesterday because somebody put up a video yesterday of you know, a standard of, of Herschel Walker saying something stupid uh, the day before the election, and he's wearing a a shirt with a very stylistic uh, imprint of the words Cassius Clay. Okay. Okay. I guess he's been wearing this shirt somewhat free, but I've never noticed it before. Have you ever noticed? You didn't notice it? Not on him. I think I know the, it's, I think that's the Roots of Fights uh, series of t-shirts from somebody. And I believe they have that as one that I've seen some other people wear. And it's like a cursive is Cassius Clay in cursive. Yes. Yeah, I yes, think that's I've seen it, but I certainly haven't seen him wear it. All right. So uh, I, I question this. I question this because my theory was. This is a not very subtle. Uh, dog whistle, a visual dog whistle to racist older white people in Georgia. Okay. And I, I'm not 
saying anything out of school here, but a lot of us had parents, if we're of my age, maybe even your age, who were not, how should we say it, big fans of uh, Cassius Clay, who changed his name to Muhammad Ali later in the 1960s. They were just more big fans of his. Um, and a lot of it was race-based. Of course. And for Herschel Walker to be wearing a cat, I thought, oh, what's going on here? And first of all, my contention was, if on Jeopardy, if the uh, answer was, um, let's see, this man who later became Muhammad Ali, won the Olympic gold medal in 1960. No one under 50 would be able to answer the question, to be able to know know it was Cassius Clay, right? It would be tough. Nobody knows that. None, none of them know that. So this, I think this was targeted to old. So I put it up on Facebook, and I, I got slightly schooled. Apparently, this is a legally licensed thing. Yeah, it's their, their estate is getting money from this. Right. Okay. Now, Sometimes your heirs, your estate, um, can, how should we say it, want to milk your memory, your name, for money. And this is not a case of Muhammad Ali himself said, you know, after I'm dead, start selling those Cassius Clay shirts. I'm, I'm, I'm digging that. I don't care about that. I don't care that it's legal. I'm sorry. Here's a guy who symbolizes everything that Muhammad Ali and or Cassius Clay was against, being an obsequious, stupid, uneducated oaf who doesn't know anything about anything. Right. And I, I couldn't help but, but notice it. And we've kind of really interesting conversation. Um, about it but wow and 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 you do get to play the turnaround game if a white person okay if a white person wears that shirt then what's the message we know what the message is if a white person wears it right oh but it, mm. is this like the is this like the n-word on a shirt a black person gets to wear it but a white person if they i don't know it's very, it's very strange. It's a very odd choice. And ironically, it would be a guy like Muhammad Ali that paved the way for somebody like a Herschel Walker to be able to express themselves outside of sports, even political opinions, even political opinions that are completely stupid and fucked up. I think that would be sort of I, I think you're the irony. He doesn't even have any political opinions. He, has <laughs> he, he does, Brad. He has a Name lot him. of them. Name uh, uh, you he hear. thinks the Second Amendment rocks. He thinks the Second Amendment is the greatest thing in the history of ever, yeah, and right. and 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 tax cuts are the good. Well, Britt, he he did hold a gun to his wife's head, right? And there's only two kinds of people: men and women. And fuck you for anything else. Yeah. He believes strongly in those things, Brad. And if you give him twenty minutes, he might articulate a sentence that would come close to what I just said in five seconds. All right, uh, next topic. Uh, Republican story time is a drag in the House. Uh, Here we go 
we're getting excited. We're getting pumped up. We're uh, booking our food deliveries to watch Republicans read the U.S. Constitution in the House of Representatives on January, whatever it is, fourth or fifth, whenever they, whenever they, they do that whole thingy over there. And uh, I'm, I'm taking bets. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give people a choice. They can pull straws. Let's see who gets the the long straw or the short straw. Is I want to see whether there's a laugh track on C-SPAN. They wouldn't do this, but we would. When someone reads the following, Article 2, Section 4, the president, vice president, and all civil officers of the United States shall be removed from office for impeachment and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. They're going to actually read that out loud. All of these people who laid down for Trump, all these people who voted against impeaching him, all those people, many of them still in there, who signed the document protesting and demanding that Joe Biden's election was not straight up what was like 127 of them Mm -hmm. if those aren't high crimes and misdemeanors that we're talking about right now with donald trump there will never be high crimes and misdemeanors to impeach and remove a president we know that that's the problem here that's the problem and so then the problem extends to these people who will be excuse me defiantly, arrogantly reading the Constitution as if it applies to anything that they've been a part of the last six years. No. No no wonder they can't criticize Trump for saying, let's just terminate the Constitution. They've already aided and abetted him halfway through the door. Right? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't abide by the most explicit things in there, you know, before Trump, the idea of high crimes and misdemeanors, while we know that it was intentionally written that way to cover a wide variety of infractions by a president, I think we had kind of a general idea of you know, what might constitute a high crime, certainly a misdemeanor. One of them allegedly 25 years ago was getting a blowjob from a girl delivering a pizza and then lying about it. Okay. And we found out that that wasn't. (laughs) We found out that didn't uh, apply. But uh, uh, we do have within this uh, 50-year period two blatant examples, which is Nixon, who would have been impeached and would have been convicted, but He was smart enough to resign and smart enough to uh, somehow have Gerald Ford in there to give him a pardon a few months later. He was smart enough to do that. But Donald Trump, different category, completely different category. And, And he has violated so many parts of the explicitly written portions of the Constitution. Um, It's just it's just it's it's just not even close. The whole thing about not accepting 
bribes and emoluments and shit from foreign powers while we know he violated that over and over and over again and just this week mm-hmm. we find out that uh, he had a payment book that he had to rip off and keep paying every month to south korea which had connections in a corporate sense to north korea the daewoo corporation so he was in no wonder he got along so well with kim jong-un <laughs> he kind of had to maybe they extended his no i think he paid that off uh fairly quickly now donald's like everybody he takes that financial advice from the pundits which is you know pay off your uh, most important loans your highest interest loans first get rid of those and if it happens to be to north korea you might want to wipe that one off the books first you you can screw over the painter that you fucked in atlantic city in 1983 (laughs) you don't ever have to make that up but but north korea probably a a good idea but the the sheer chutzpah of all these people, these Republicans, who I'm sure have never read and certainly don't understand the Constitution, even worse, the ones who have read it and do understand it, getting up there at this moment in time is, again, the, is there a bottom that can ever be reached? Is it possible? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I don't think so either. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else? Oh, we've got uh, Whistling Jack Smith's holiday greetings <laughs> to Arizona, Michigan, and Wisconsin. This is the special prosecutor that was appointed by Merrick yeah. Garland. Yeah, Whistling Jack Smith. And what is that reference? What is it? Was there some sort of singer or something named uh, Whistling Jack Smith yeah, back in the fifties? That was 50s? his song. That's his song. You know yeah. that song. I do know the song. I didn't know that was Whistling Jack Smith. Look it up. Just Google Whistling Jack Smith. You'll see it. That's funny. And the funny thing, if you look at the videos, it was pretty clever because it was just one guy. And uh, even back in 1964, they were able to split the screen to show like, you know, five guys. In harmony, whistling that song. Jesus, yeah, I was Kaiser Bill's Batman, a big hit for yeah. Whistling Jack Smith. That's the song. All right, he's uh, subpoenaed the local folks in Arizona, Michigan, and Wisconsin, the uh, three states that uh, made it impossible for Donald Trump to win in 2020, and they cheated for Joe Biden, as you know. No. Uh, they want all the communications that the. Uh, the local officials had with Donald Trump and his campaign and his henchmen and uh, off they go. So this guy is uh, hitting the ground running. And uh, of course they're already, well, we've already given you everything. You know what? They never give you everything, right? No, they don't. They never give you everything. And this is the first time this stuff has been directly subpoenaed. So we look, we look forward to that. The clock is ticking. We're uh, almost through the first week of December. We only have about three weeks to go before um you know the carriage turns back into a pumpkin and becomes uh, sadly orange again different different kind of orange but you get the point they continue uh, to cry about this guy saying he's just a guy with a massive heart on for donald john trump that's what uh the trump people continue to say is that this guy is another guy that they've just uh, another pit bull that they've turned loose on donald trump and by god when is merrick garland when is joe biden going to stop going after this man Brit, that that one is so shop worn 
<laughs> and is so ineffective that it's not even worth this. It's too stupid to even bring up. It's he's just, a very he's a very serious guy. I would not want to be in the crosshairs of this guy, this Jack Smith guy, because he looks like he's he's fairly tenacious. His career shows that he goes after you and he goes after you hard, and he's kind of hell bent on justice, which is like kryptonite for Donald Trump, right? Look, um, just putting aside the fact that Donald Trump has how should we say had some difficulty in hiring grade a legal talent oh man by the way from the minute he ever announced he was running for office although there were he had a few people accidentally along the way who were semi-competent that guy ty cobb the guy with the long beard yeah hey he seems like he's pretty pretty smart guy but he was smart enough he was smart enough to get the fuck out a couple years ago (laughs) that's the point I think one of his stupid attorneys has written, I think that Christina Bobchick actually has written a book that she's touting and is selling on Amazon right now. Oh, yeah. Stealing Your Vote, the inside story of the 2020 election. Brad, this one is going to be for publication in January of 2023. So you can pre-order this for the person that you fucking hate for Christmas. Oh, you know what? Maybe that'll uh, come out in time for her to be fully disbarred. And not allowed to ever practice law again. For she's uh, stupid to read a book, let alone write one. I can't believe. And then I, I did. I saw her on one of her social media. There's the book itself. You can see if you're watching. Stealing your vote: the inside story of the 2020 election and what it means for 2024. If you know someone who seriously is excited about this and then pre-orders it, that person should probably not be in your life anymore. <laughs> This should be someone you shouldn't talk to ever again. This should be someone whose house you never visit again. If you're married to this person, just show this as exhibit A to the judge. They'll grant you an immediate divorce. You don't need the one-year waiting period that I have in most states. Mm. So what do you think of uh, Avenatti? He's got about at least 20 years. Yeah, I I think he just got sentenced to 14, and he already has five for for something else i mean jesus christ what a fucking crook he turned out to be well and, and this is the difference because i know that there were a lot of people on the right that were crowing about it like if it was one of their guys if giuliani goes to jail they would talk about that you would hear the donald trump's and the mark levin's pounding the table oh my god the unfair yeah. treatment but yeah, you're that, not hearing that is so sickeningly <laughs> true there's nobody on the left going boy the abenati looks like the victim here i i don't understand why they're coming well, Britt, you've now met one me <laughs> because <laughs> i'm looking at it and you're looking at it and we're both sober-minded people were like yeah he pretty much got what he deserved i can't really say that the son of a bitch didn't have it coming as it turns out i ain't carrying water for that pig and, and th- these assholes you know yeah. Le- levin and those other guys shouldn't carry water for donald trump but that's right, another story right. but if, you know looking from afar at this and you know we need more time if in the end after all this is over five years from now if only Michael Avenatti, if he is the only lawyer associated with anything having to do with Trump at all, if he's the only lawyer that gets tagged, and of course, his stuff isn't political in the same sense. I mean, he stole money. He's a crook. But if he's the only one that does jail time after all this, and he won't be, don't worry, um, that that would be outrageous. That, that would be terrible because uh, there are a lot of a lot of really 
dirty, unethical lawyers here. You almost have to to uh, sign on to be in in Trump world. I mean, that judge, that uh, Aileen is a canon down there yeah, in, yeah. in South Florida, Duke University Law School. She should I'll be. Say it again. Yeah, no, she should be impeached. Yeah, she should lose her federal judgeship. But that's not going to happen. That went on way too. That whole special master shit went on way too long, and finally they got to a point where right. they were like, they, "This is laughable." Right, but but she's not going to get impeached certainly in the next two years because you know impeachment would start in the House just like with a president, and of course those people are not going to uh, imp- impeach her. So she's got uh, she's got a couple of years, and and by then, um, you know, we'll have moved on, and then of course. When Trump's reelected, he'll put her on the Supreme Court. Should there be an opening? But no, 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 no. I just had a thought. I hope the best thing that comes out of this whole Herschel Walker thing tonight is that somebody teaches him how to use Venmo or PayPal or Cash App to pay for abortions. I really hope that someone can teach him how to do that. And if they can do that, Brett, then I Brett, think this will be worth there's it. There's even more of a record of that. Jesus. That's not going to help him. Oh, Jesus. Brit, Brit, there's a, there's a way. It's called cash. <laughs> you can't trace it. <laughs> it's, not, it's not a new invention. It's been around for hundreds of years in the United States. I, I, I'm Herschel Walker for Dogecoin. Do you have trouble paying for abortions with regular money? <laughs> There's even a record of that. That's a great. No, it's plain old casharoonie. Seven hundred dollars <laughs> on the barrel. Okay, Herschel, how many hundreds do you need to pay someone seven hundred dollars? Write it down. <laughs> That's a great. That'd be a great question for Herschel Walker in the last few. Uh, yeah, uh, Bob Smith, Atlanta Journal Constitution, uh, Mister Walker, how has inflation affected the price of abortions? <laughs> It'd be great. <laughs> It'd be great. Yeah. Now, uh, his his last his last speech that he gave, um, and this is what I I believe yesterday. He said something so blindingly stupid that I don't know whether this this eclipses or just goes in there. Herschel Walker's closing message. I don't even know what the heck is a pronoun. <laughs> is that what he, he literally said that? Yeah. Yeah. He claimed to not know women he allegedly dated, impregnated, pressured to have abortions. He told voters he's not that smart. And now he has said he has no idea what a pronoun is. Yeah. What, what in grade did you to- learn? About pronouns, Britt, would that be second grade or third or, grade? So, no, this is in reference to transgender people and the pronouns that they would like to use. You know, he, right. him, she, or, or I they. I understand that. So and he's, he's out that there. He, yeah. He's claiming ignorance on the entire concept. Right. This is Sunday, he said this, two days ago. Yeah. He says, they're bringing pronouns into our military. They're bringing wokeness into our military. I don't even know what the heck is a pronoun. I can tell you that I'm sick and tired of this pronoun stuff. What I want our military men to do is to be at war fighting. Yeah. Fighting whom? Doesn't matter. Just, Doesn't matter. just go to war. We love the war. Thank you, Herschel. Um, you haven't again, seen, you haven't have, seen you, this. You know, remember, Britt, if we wake up on Wednesday or Thursday and Herschel Walker is, is elected, but somehow it could happen. 
Yeah. You know, they're all going to say, they're all going to say that people really related to the way he talks. People <laughs> understand that, that he doesn't care about pronouns because they don't either. And that's how real people are. Blah, blah, you just know that's going to so, happen. So real people are, are stupid and can't yes. complete a sentence. Yes. yes, that's arrogant and elitist to think people should know about pronouns. If I can put a it's sentence true. together with a subject, a verb, and an object, and then a period at the end of it, I'm an elitist piece of shit. I'm a snob. You and your fancy education. Yeah, that's crazy. Yep, 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 yep. I have a fucking Walmart credit card! Okay, sorry. Just thought I would throw that out there. <laughs> Just thought I would put that out there. <laughs> All right, uh, we're done. It's uh, it's Erection Day in America, as yes. Walker said the other day. He did say that. Did you say haven't that. seen this shit that's going on on Twitter, where like Ted Cruz and John Corner and these guys are like really super hard after banning the COVID vaccine from the military. We have got to keep this. We have got to get this goddamn vaccine out of our. We can't let these men and women take this vaccine anymore. This, and I love this story, and and, and here's why. It's the greatest. Th this is a, you know, finally after three years, the Republicans think that they've got the the silver bullet against mandatory vaccination in the military yeah right now now remember to join the military at any level you have to get about 10 different vaccinations right and nobody ever has complained about that right nobody ever complained about those it's just the covid vaccine and the republicans are positive that as part of the $800 billion defense bill that they can hold it up. They can refuse to get on board with something they want to get on board with. And they, they love to spend money on defense on war. That's what Republicans do. That's what they are. Um, and that they can hold it up unless the Democrats agree to say no more mandatory COVID vaccine, by the way, just as we're entering the, uh, the flu and a season at which we never know. And they're already talking about mandatory masking again in some of the larger cities because of the flu, in addition to COVID. But the Republican now I think that the Democrats should not cave on this. They should turn it around, do a full turnaround and say, all right, fuck faces. <laughs> you don't want a military budget? Fine. You want the folks in the military not to get paid? Fine. You want uh, every defense system, every weapon system that's uh, in progress right now, not just to defend us, but to defend the Ukrainians, to just stop? Fine. Go ahead. Let's see if you have public support on all that in order to free up new recruits from having to get vaccinated and people who left the military like idiots i guess they want uh they want amnesty for them right they well, want to be able to have them come back to, to prove everything was was done in you know our, 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 if you talk to anybody who's ever been in the military including our friend brian who served proudly in the united states navy brian had a, an injury and they had to discharge him early but he had it he had a they pump you full of every fucking thing on the planet. They they shoot you with hep, hep C, hep A, hep D. They've got shit that they make up that they, they throw into your arms. Brian often tells the story about having this cold peanut butter-like substance injected into his ass with a needle. But really? this is where we're drunk. Not really? That may have been for pleasure. But this 
this is this is the line. We can't have this one there. We, the other 57, yes, Heinz, vaccines that they put in your arm and all over in your ass and in your body, yeah, those are fine. But this call one is bluff. the bridge too far. Come on, Democrats, call their bluff on this. <laughs> call their bluff. It's it's cute. It's it's it would be a fun thing to do. And I know that Mitch McConnell was like, well, I told him five months ago to get a budget, but they're just out there jacking off doing partisan shit. And I'm just over here being Mr. Responsible, Mitch McConnell. Drawl, drawl, drawl. I'm making bourbon over here, you fucker. All right. Uh, we will uh, see and talk to you on the next Brad and Britcast. And, uh, I hope we never have to talk about Herschel Walker again, except Amen. as uh, a guy who took a paycheck from Donald Trump in 1983, and that was about it. I, <laughs> I, I hope that's just the end. That's the end.